Welcome to episode two of The Outrage. I'm Big Al. This is Spencer Byers. And uh, Spencer, uh, we weren't in last week. No, sabbatical. I had to go. Sabbatical? To, I, I had to go to UFT for football, and then I had to go immediately to Ottawa for my mother. So that was fun. There but, you, you know, you were, what were you doing? I uh, I was procrastinating. That's about of course. it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's been a rough time. So we, uh, for those of you who don't know, we go to school, uh, College of Sports Media. And, uh, we're, as you can tell from behind as us. You can tell, yeah, for those of you watching on YouTube. Um, yeah, so we're pretty busy, and it's been uh, a little tough getting back into that back-to-school groove. So oh, yeah. It was just one of those where we were kind of just burnt out. And, you know, as you can, as you just heard, Spencer was pretty busy. So, But, hey, we're back. It's all that matters, and we got. We think we have a pretty good show for you guys today. Uh, we're talking Blue Jays because they're doing a really good job at hanging on to a wild card spot. I was actually at the game last night. They're playing. You were? Uh, yeah, I you was. Actually, you actually called a George Springer home run from what I saw on yeah. Snapchat. It was super cool. Oh, dude, it was super cool. I can't wait to talk all about that. Uh, yeah, so the uh, Blue Jays were playing. Wow, I have a brain fart. Come on, I was there. The Orioles, Baltimore there Orioles. There you go. I can't forget about those guys because they're pesky, and I don't like them. I'm just putting it out there right now. I'm not a fan of the O's. Um, and then we're going to talk Roger Federer because he's retiring, which is still weird to say uh, to this day. We'll talk more about that in depth as we go on. And then the NFL because, well, it's back. football. Yeah, it's football. Back. Football. So uh, I guess we'll kick things off. The Blue Jays. Uh, thank goodness they won yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Oh. Um, I, was, uh, I, I was very... Uh, not optimistic going to the game once so I pessimistic found. Pessimistic is the word you're looking for. Sure, Corey yeah. Brooke. I wasn't pessimistic. I wasn't so. Uh, I wasn't very excited to go once I found out that it was going to be a bullpen game. I was like, great, the bullpen. Yeah, our, your amazing bullpen in Toronto. Woo! Yeah, it's it's fantastic. But uh, no, it was great. The Blue Jays pulled off a six three win. That third homer was actually hit uh, quite late in the game. Literally two outs. And uh, Jimmy Garcia coughing one up, but uh, that's fine because he came right back and shut the door down. So 6-3 is the final. Matt Chapman, two-homer night. I was really hoping he'd get that third one because that'd be cool. Matty y- Yonder Alvarez actually hit three last night from what I saw. Yeah. So there was there almost was two three-home run games that, from individual players crazy. last night. Crazy. Uh, yeah, Chapman was on. He was locked in. And then Springer. So I guess we'll get into it now. The story behind him. Uh I've noticed when watching Springer, uh oh, his first at bat is usually atrocious, terrible. That or he's like it's a first pitch swing, you know, lead off homer kind of thing, right? Fair enough. Now last night his first at bat swings at everything, strikes out, goes to sit down. Okay. Then I had I had some people next to me. I was on the flight deck yesterday, and uh, they were like, "Hey, do you think he does? You know, what do you think he does his next at bat?" And I'm going, "Well." He didn't do very well his first one. I was like, he'll either make contact and get on, like get on base, or, you know, it's going to be a fly out. Yeah. It's usually how it goes. Fly out, straight away center. You know, everyone was bummed out. It was close too. Like they had uh, Cedric Mullins, their center fielder yeah. for, for the O's. He was on the warning track, so it was carrying, and it was right there. Like I, I had my head over the flight deck. I was like, oh, is it going? And then uh, you just hear, I actually had a video of it, and you hear everyone just going, ah, uh, like it was pretty funny. Um. And then his third at bat, this was cool. I had like a king, you know, I had a, I had a big moment. I, I don't want to swear on this because I, I'm, I'm deciding PG. that I'm we're keeping PG. it PG. We're, we're going yeah. WWE PG. Yeah, I had a, I, I went, I had a gung-ho moment. There you go. We'll say that. And uh, so full count for Springer on his third at bat. And it was his third time around seeing 
you know, mm. facing the pitcher, which was uh, Lyles. I, don't ask me what was his first name. I'm pretty sure it was John or like something like that. It starts with a J. He's of Oral. Who cares? Yeah, nobody cares. Anyways, it's irrelevant. No, no and, offense. Uh, Baltimore. Yeah. Well, a little bit because I hate the O's. Anyways, so um, full count, and they're like, well, what? What's what's he gonna throw now? I'm like, okay, listen, it's a full count, and a full. You usually it's a full count. You know what's coming, right? It's a fastball down the. It's you know you're getting a fastball, or it's something that's got to be in the zone because they don't want to walk you. But I'm like, so I I was telling the guy next to me. I didn't even get his name. I feel so bad, but <laughs> I can't even give him a shout out. Poor guy. And I go, I'm like, listen, full count. He can't throw him a fastball because Springer's too good. He's gonna wait for. He's gonna hit that one, no problem. Mm. So in my head, I'm going, he's going to have to throw something off speed and in the zone. I was like, I bet you he hangs a curveball right here. <laughs> Next thing you know, hangs a curve. Bye-bye. See you later. And it was a three-run shot, I know, because I have George Springer in fantasy. So that was you a pretty lucky that was, guy. That was a pretty nice homer by uh, George Springer. Oh, it was huge. I, I got the alert right after. I think it was Correa hit a two-run shot. And I was like, oh, thanks, Carlos. You're kind of, you're helping me in the playoff run right now. And, yeah. then, and then Springer hits a three-run. I'm like, thanks, George. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. No, it was unbelievable. Crowd was really good. Not completely sold out. I know today's game is sold out. I actually, when I was walking out of the building yesterday, I'll, I heard one of the securities talking to, I guess, a fan. I, I guess, uh, I think they might have been newcomers because they're like, oh, is it always busy like this? And well, first of all, yeah, it's Friday night in Canada's baseball team. So, yeah. And it's it also is. September and they're September. trying to make playoffs. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge game. It's actually important baseball now. And she goes and the security guard, she's like, oh, it's sold out. I was like, oh, cool. So, I, unfortunately, I can't go to uh, the game tonight, though. They're playing the Orioles again, game two of a three-game set mm -hmm. uh, at Rogers Center. Then they play them three more times at Camden Yards near the end of the regular season. So, that'll be interesting. Is that uh, last series of the year? Is that the last No, series? they get Boston. Oh, I, I was see. checking yesterday. They get the Red Sox um, at the end uh, At the end of it. Um, their, their home games are winding down, though. So, yeah. Um, but the Jays doing a really good job. Like uh, yesterday, checking they were four and a half, or the Orioles were four and a half back. Now it's, you know, add another game to it because they lost, and everyone around the Blue Jays too lost yesterday. So, um, helping the cause. Huge win for them, and uh, man, their bullpen looked really good. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't believe it. You say Kikuchi. Scared me a little bit, not not going to lie. As as he does with everyone, because Yusuke, Yusuke Kikuchi's been garbage this year. Well, yeah, the Jays were leading one to nothing, and then afterwards he lets in a two two run shot, and it was two one. So I was like, great. So it took a bit. The game slowed down afterwards because I remember pointing out to the, the guys next to me yesterday. I was like, wow, we went through four innings, and it's only been an hour. But then the game ended at 10 o'clock anyway, so it was like it didn't matter. So it's the game definitely slowed down a little bit. But yeah, Kikuchi looked really good after that homer, though. Three three up, three down afterwards, so that was nice. Julian Merriweather just coming back from the IL. He'd been dealing with an injury there. I believe it's upper body. I think it was like is his elbow or something like that. It might, actually, I'm, I want to double-check that one because... Um, I don't want to be wrong, first well, of all. Well, yeah, and well, you're I, wrong. Oh, you're it, wrong all the time. It was a 60-day so. IL thing, so it was pretty big. So, like, you got to assume it was something. You're yeah. wrong all the time, Al. So that really makes no difference. But, no, I, I want to say this to you right now. So, so uh, Cleveland right now has got the number three spot in the wild card yeah. because they're, they're the division leader they in the Central. They shouldn't even be there. Well, it's, well, they're actually doing really well. They've been on a streak, too. They've been Minnesota have been really hot as of late. I believe Minnesota's been as well, from what I remember. But the Jays right now currently in fourth of the wild card. They play Seattle okay. in the wild card currently if yeah. the playoffs are today, and yeah. the winner of that would play Houston. I don't want Houston. Yeah, like, like that. that's kind of the thing is right now either you get the Yankees or you get the Astros in the ALDS. I, I'd want the Yankees. Well, of course you would. You're a Jays fan. You're a masochist. You want to see them get spanked by the better team, but it's okay. Oh, my I, you know, goodness. I, I can, Come I can, on now. I can appreciate that. 
I can appreciate that. No, but, no. you know, it's interesting because there's not really an easy team in the wild card. Even it's, Cleveland's been hot. Well, this They're is, six in a row? Seven in a row now? Yeah, and this is the thing, too. Like, these guys here, like, the American League, for the longest time, hadn't, like, they, they, they've always been dominant. But now, like, it doesn't matter who's coming out of the American League. You can say, like, they're going to be trouble for whoever they get in the World Series, whether that's, you know, it's likely going to be the Dodgers by the looks of it because they're unreal. Or, well, yeah, that's probably prob- with the NL. Is the NL feels like a, like a one-team race. Like, yeah. it's the Mets have been good, but they've been streaky recently. I know, um... Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld came up with his uh, thing about the Trump yeah. thing was stupid because they haven't won anything. And I agree agree with the sentiment, but I, I, can, I can hear Ray Williams, one of our teachers in my oh, head, geez. saying it doesn't matter. It, you play <laughs> to win the game. Yeah. And that's all I keep hearing in my head when I think of Jerry complaining about that. But, um, you know, it is basically just the Dodgers and bust because the Dodgers expect to be there. They're one of yeah. those teams where they expect to be in the finals. They expect to win the World Series. They, they, they expect those type of things, comparatively speaking to other teams where it's we're just trying to make it. We're yeah. trying to make the playoffs. We're just trying to make the ALDS, make the ALCS. They're World Series or bust because they spend so much more money than everybody else. Their payroll in the 300, 300 millions, comparatively speaking to the Yankees as well, who do spend an absor- obscene amount of money. Yeah, but the Blue Jays right now, they're they're hot. You know, uh, before, before yesterday's game, they had won, uh, I believe, 20 out of their last 29. And right now, if they win today's game against the, uh, against the, the Orioles— yeah, I can't forget that, which is, by the way, Saturday, September 17th, we are recording this. So yeah, if at, you about, guys ever at, wanna... at about 1.30. Yeah, about 1.30. So if you want to look back on our on the schedules or stuff like that when you listen to this. Um, anyways, uh, that'll be their sixth straight series win. So, you know, they're they're hot right now. And I was actually concerned when they lost 11 nothing to Tampa Bay the other day because I was like, uh, here we go. This is where they, they got hot, and now they're going to cool off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then everybody else is gonna heat up while they're cooling. They're cooling off, and it's like, ah, oh, here we go. But yesterday, though, the nice thing um, I will say about the Blue Jays is that um, other guys, other than Bobachet, did something. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't follow the Blue Jays as much as uh, the, well, the, I the, do, big, spent, the big the big guy sitting yeah, across from yeah, me. sure, yeah. Um, oh, where was I going with that? You, my my thought. What just that Bo's been gross there. in September. Yeah, he's, his average yes, is like four hundred and five hundred from ridiculous. No, yeah, he's hitting like I think it was five seventy five the last time I checked, which was a few days ago. Like he's hitting like almost he's hitting almost six hundred in the month of September, and he's got like he's almost in double digits for homers, and his RBI count was in the high twenties. Yeah, and it's only week what, is this week two and a half now? I guess you could say of September. Yeah, he's gross. So, but it was nice to see Matty Ice Chapman get off his. Uh, his tail yesterday. Yeah, he's been kind of bad in a Jays uniform hitting-wise. Obviously, he's a great fielder, one of the best fielding third basemen in baseball. He had a great end. He had a good month of, I believe it was July. He got hot at some point this summer. I, You know, we're all busy, right? So I don't always yeah, get to Yeah, up there watch. in Timmins, you just yeah, forget, you know? He's, but he's part of the 20 homer club this year. So, and the Jays, by the way, I'm going to, this is kind of like a dig to you. Because uh, Jays, is. first team in, I believe, the majors that have five guys on their team this season that have 20-plus homers. They're the first team to achieve that, like to have five guys. This season? I'll have, yeah. Oh, I'll have 20 homers, yeah. Well, good for them. Whatever. Spread up the offense. they got a bunch of guys who have an average of 220. Attaboy, yeah, Al. Attaboy. Jays are, doing, their Jays are doing well. Their gap, they're, they're extending the gap that they have in the standings against the O's, which is good because I'd love I, – I don't want to see the O's in the playoffs. I don't. Why? Because I don't. 
I want to know where your hatred for Baltimore comes from. Like, I generally want to know. Because, well, like, the all, Yankees, Rugnet it makes sense. Is there. Rugnet Odor is there, first of all. I don't like that guy, so I naturally don't <laughs> nice. like him. But, that was, but I didn't like – honestly, it started when um, – I'd say 2016, when Eddie walked him off. Uh, you know, Ibaldo Menez uh, pitching, and then he walks Oh, off. not Buck Showalter not putting in his best reliever, Zach Britton, who was easily the best reliever in baseball I that know, year. That, and puts crazy. in Ibaldo Jimenez, the absolute worst starting pitcher. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, at that time. Um, but, yeah. So, <sighs> I don't know. It just It's something about them. They remind me of, like, they kind of, I don't know, they're just pesky, you know? They never go away. They shouldn't be there, and it's it's one of those things. They're young, Al. How can you not appreciate a really no, young, but that, fun but that's the thing. team? Like, they're t- well, they're not, can't fun. Feel, can't they're not fun. Look at what happened a couple weeks ago when, uh, oh, I hate forgetting names, when uh, he used to pitch in the Jays organization there. You, yeah, I know. Um, I can picture him, yeah. We'll pr- I'll probably put the clip up for the YouTube fans. Yeah, of, we'll, uh, put, we'll put it up. But when, like, when the bench is cleared. When, yeah, uh, when the bench, yeah. Like, was it Guriel? Was it Guriel and Vladdy no, went after him? No, 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 no. No, Guriel's a nice No, it was Teoscar. Teoscar, yeah. Teoscar was few. Yeah, no. What was Vladdy? Because was it Teoscar got his jersey ripped off? Because he started running no, and the guy got a yeah, hold of his well, jersey and yeah, he ripped that, it off? That was just because they were trying to, res- yeah. But anyways, so it was crazy. Like, I, there's just something about it. I don't like him. I, I, I'm not a fan. He's got a really white name too. That's really I think it's because, I think it's because, um, what's his face there? Uh, Manny Machado and Jonathan Scope. You look like Johnny Scope? No, no, like just uh, that era of teams. Just that, yeah. There's just the vibe around it or whatever that was like frustrating. So this is uh, amazing. I don't know, but anyways, Blue Jays are doing well. They're holding on to a playoff spot right now, and uh, now on to bigger things. Uh, can I quickly mention before you go with Judge? Because I know that's where you're going. You're going with Judge. I want to mention Pukols. Albert Pukols is now two home runs away from number 700. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. I really, yeah. I remember like, what was it, two months ago when he was like 30 away or I'll say like 20, 15 away. People were like, he should come back if he doesn't hit it this year to come back one more year. I, I would do it. Because he was really hot. He's been hot for the past three months. Mm. And honestly, what's really funny is if you look at his slash numbers, he is crushing lefties. Like yeah, he's... his his lefty percentage is like he's over 300 average. His slugging's like I'd say close to 600 maybe. Like he's been fantastic against lefties. Yeah, absolutely. And he had a he had off a righty last night for number uh, what 698 yeah. from what I saw. So like mm-hmm. he's gonna hit it. And I'm really happy for him because he did have such a horrible time in Los Angeles with the, with the Angels. Yeah, it and wasn't pretty. it just it tailed off really bad to the point where he got cut. For, yeah. uh, with a three three thirty million dollar contract. Yeah, and it's very and, it's very fitting too that you know he's doing it with St. Louis. Yeah, the team that he you know won what two MVPs with, maybe three MVPs with. You know, won a World Series with. He's got you two know, rings. Wa- yeah. Wainwright and um, Yadier Molina. Yeah, it's just we're it's, still it's there. Like, it's like, like poetic. Yeah, it's really nice. Hopefully, he does it at home. I hope number seven hundred. Oh man, at home. That, like, that'd be unreal. It like it, if it's anywhere, number seven hundred's got to be put in the seats. I hope it's in St. Louis. It'll only yeah. be poetic justice. Yeah, and then whoever has to give up that ball. Oh yeah. What the the amount of things that that team is going to give them for that ball? Unreal. Oh god. That or maybe the guy will be nice or woman or child. Well, I think if like, they're a St. Louis fan, they will because he was gone for so long and it's his first oh, year. Oh, I think back. it'll be given back regardless. I'm just saying, you know, it might just be one of those fans that decides to be nice and goes, "Hey, I don't want nothing for it. Here you go. It's huge." Yeah. You know, I I love the negotiators that happen when that kind of stuff happens. It's like awesome. you know, they score a goal or whatever. Like that's why hockey's like uncomparable to other sports like that because they keep the ball. Yeah. You know, like the puck always stay on the ice, so you just put it in the bench. It's not like baseball where if I, if I hit my 100th home run, it's in the seats. Now we got to go beg the fan whoever caught it from security to be like, hey, how, many, how much stuff can we give you? 
to be yeah. able to get that ball back. And with Brady with that, was it 700th touchdown or something ridiculous like that? When he had to something get crazy. the ball back from a fan? I'm not sure which time you're talking about. I'm not going to lie. But, but yeah. it was with Tampa Bay because the ball oh. was in the stands. I can picture it in my head because I think it was okay. like Mike Evans caught the touchdown and gave it to a fan and didn't realize that it was an important yeah, touchdown. Yeah, he's like, oh, crap. He's like, yeah. that and he's, like, he's, he's like, whoops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he had to like say sorry, Tom. Now on to bigger things. Well, slightly bigger things. Taller things, let's say. Yeah, there you go. Taller things. I like that better. Aaron Judge was asked a couple days ago. I hate you on... sometimes. Oh, oh, come on. I, gonna... I, I'm going to make sure this... I say that quick. I hate you sometimes. We're going to count this as the outrage moment right here. This is Spencer's outrage. And uh, was asked about the possibility of going to Boston. Uh, and signing with them because he will be a free agent at the end of this season. He's going to be worth a lot of money because, well, he's hitting dingers like there's no tomorrow. He's got 57 still, I believe, on the cusp of 60. And Spencer, I want to know your thoughts. Are you shaking in your boots? Are you not worried about it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're fine the with Red, it? The Red Sox are a garbage organization that have no money and don't want to pay stars you're telling me they're going to let Mookie Betts one of easily the best players in all of baseball walk and trade him away for pennies on the dollar to then sign Aaron Judge to 40 million dollars are you out of your mind like are you out of your mind they play the exact same position completely different ways because Betts is like I want to say like six feet tall and I might be giving him a little too much credit yeah, I, think a little smaller. Giving, I think you like, are I think you I want to call him 5'8 but I think I might be a little too ignorant I don't, I don't want to you we'll know go with diss like 5'10 you know yeah there you five, go 5'10 yeah. 5'11 5'10 for Mookie you know compared to speaking <laughs> to 6'7 Aaron Judge but no I have zero doubt the Red Sox are not going to give him a contract they might ex- like extend one because obviously who's not going to this offseason every team in baseball is going to send Aaron Judge a contract if he hits free agent which it looks like he might so oh Mookie Betts is 5'9 he is 5'9 I thought he was wow. gonna say 5'8 like he because he played second well, base okay well <laughs> I'm 5'4 I can say that I'm a really small guy and I was like 5'5 five, five, are you I don't care I'm short I'm like close to your height I'm, I might be I don't give a crap height doesn't matter this is where I like Nathan Gervey's my favorite height doesn't measure heart shout out Marcus Stroman there anyways yeah yeah the smallest pitcher in baseball yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, Mookie Betts is 5'9", um, batting a two seventy four right now, 34 homers, so not even close to Aaron Judge. I think but this, the, is why, the, this is why I'm not— He's a foot smaller than Aaron Judge. No, he's not hitting it at 60 home runs, but he's gross. Yeah, but height doesn't matter is what I'm trying to say here. But it does. Okay, hold For on. hitting, it does. You you keep okay. You keep making your case as to why Judge will not go to the Red Sox. I did. While I look up Jose Altuve's numbers for a second. He's okay? like five six and no, a half. Altuve's he's like, an actual yeah, gnome. He's, he's and I love Jose Altuve. <laughs> <laughs> he's a gnome. Come on, the, like you're Have making you, us like you've seen the pictures right of Aaron Judge beside him. He's literally a foot smaller. Yeah, he yeah, looks he looks like his little brother. It literally looks like the twenty year old brother is meeting his six year old son. Like that's geez. what it looks like. Like it's sad. I mean, but anyway, whatever. He's, you know what? He's making millions, and we're sitting here and trying he's to get fan, a podcast And he's a fantastic going. baseball player. Jose Altuve is fantastic, but he's a gnome. He's I will five, say, six. I mean, as fantastic as I want to say he is, uh, I'm just gonna, you know, trash throws, trash can that thing. He's part of it. Of course he was. Um, okay, so Altuve is where's his height? Five six. Yeah. He's got 24 homers, which is 10 less than Mookie, and he's three inches smaller. But, um. Altuve's batting average is better. Yeah, no duh. 289. 
because he's fantastic. Jose Altuve is one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Yeah, it's pretty good. But, but back to the point. So you don't think he's? I I'd love to see nothing but Judge walk because you know what? He's earned his money. First of all, second of all, I think there's more to it though. Like what? Like look at the Yankees' recent playoff history, and don't even can me and trash me on the Leafs, okay? Over here, like I don't want to hear. Don't I don't want to. And hear the Red the- Sox has been better. The Red Sox Here's have the been thing. better. When the Red Sox make the playoffs, they make it further than the first round. They actually okay. Have, they now, actually go Al, for it. that's re- that's that's recency bias. They literally went like but sixty years Yankees without choke, a World though. Series. But the Yankees choke. No, they don't. They've won the most World Series of any baseball team ever created. Uh, no, no, we're talking recent here. Recently, look at the Yankees playoff. How history. recent do you want to go? I don't know, like. At least the Yankees make the playoffs. Red Sox are last in the division. So you're telling me Aaron Judge wants to go to the worst team in the AL East right now. That's what you're telling me? That's what you're telling me. Aaron Judge wants to play for the worst baseball team in the entire division. obviously there's a plan. There's something. A plan. Yeah, let's trade our best player for pennies on the dollar and then sign Aaron Judge three years later to $40 million when we're the worst team in our division by a country mile. Oh, yeah. Al, what a plan. Oh, my Lord. Well thought out. You're a Leaf. Yeah, I can tell you're a Leaf fan over here. What a well thought out plan. What a well thought out plan, Al. Oh, my Lord. If not Boston, then where? New York. You still think he's Why would he leave? Why would he leave? Because here's the thing. He could be a legend so, oh wait, wait, wait. for one of the most historic teams in all of baseball. He could be put up beside players like Mickey Mantle, like Babe Ruth, like Lou Gehrig, beside Joe DiMaggio. He could be put on the plaque with those guys. Why wouldn't you want right, that if he's due when for, you're already there? If he's doing it for the money, if like why would you leave? No, They're, fine, fine. But now you know you're getting paid. Why haven't they signed him yet? Why haven't they signed that extension? Ar- they're arguing on a number. Al. Aaron but Judge. There shouldn't be an argument at this point. I I don't care what judge, not what number judge is throwing around. You should lock him up. But they shouldn't. Why? Okay. Aaron Judge, one of the most injury-prone players in all of baseball. I love Aaron Judge. I think he's fantastic. Has Judge been hurt this year? Not this year. That's why he's hit 60 home runs. But the problem is, is if you sign him to an eight-year deal, like baseball contracts love to give out those yeah, eight-year, like, ten-year, yeah, thirteen-year contracts yeah. to guys who are in their t- late twenties. Yeah. Like Albert Pujols is 41, got signed to a 10-year deal a decade ago. That's a dumb contract, period. That's a dumb contract. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I okay, I'll, I'm not going to lie. I'm with you on that one in the sense of like, you know, after, anything after like eight years should be the max you offer to a player. Anything after that is ridiculous because and you don't know where it's going to go. And I mean, look at uh, Tatis. <laughs> it was in like a 13-year deal. He spent the whole he spent the whole first year injured and now suspended for pets. I was going to uh, mention another guy, Rick DiPietro. Yeah, Depot. What did he, what did he get? 15 years? 15-year deal. They're still well, paying Kovalchuk. him. Kovalchuk got like 15, 13 but, years. But so ridiculous. But yeah, it was, it was 15, but that deal was vetoed by the commissioner. And that's why Kovalchuk walked to the KHL. We forget about that. That's why he walked is because they said no. And he's like, what the heck? I'm getting paid. I was set. I'm staying in the NHL. And you're saying no. And then he's like, well, that's the only thing I take. Blah, blah, blah. BS happened. And then he's like, screw the show. I'm going, I'm going to the, I'm, I'm going to Russia. I'm going home. And then he came back and he wasn't the same. But then it just goes to show that that 15-year contract was crap. Well, yeah, but he also got old. Like, he came back yeah, in his, like, mid-30s. Right. Yeah. So you can't really compare the player he was then okay. to what he was so then. So Aaron now. Judge is staying in New York. No doubt. Okay. He can't, because, okay, Al, the problem is, is if you say he leaves, what's the reason why he leaves? 
he's going to be playing for the most historic franchise in all of baseball. The reason- They're on a really young team with a bunch of fantastic ball players, not including they've already been first in the division basically the entire season. And way more importantly, you can't say it's money. The Yankees are one of the most, I think they're probably, except for the Cowboys in football, are the most profitable and expensive franchise in all of American sports. The reason why I say he leaves is because I th- well it'll all, it'll depend on the playoffs and we'll see how they if they go for a run fine. He's he, then I'll change my mind he stays, but for me it's the playoffs. If they're first round exit, he's gone. I don't care how much money they're throwing at him. Second of all, the reason why I think he does leave is because they've had three conversations at least already this season and it's gone nowhere. You got to think there's frustration building on one side and he's going, you know what? This team here is probably ready to pay me. And the fact that he said, we'll talk about that later on tells me, I'm not saying there's tampering going on, but he knows something. There's something that we don't know that he does. And but, that's why. Okay. I'm now leaves. Al, but where does he go? Cause the problem with, I have with saying he's going to leave is why would he go? What is the reason for him leaving? If you're saying a world series, then who signs him? There are like four teams in baseball right now that could actually win a World but Series, look, and the but, Yankees are one of them. But look at look at the Jays for example here. Like look at the changes they've made in one off season, right? And well, actually, we'll say two years. Like Springer, Chapman, Gosman, right Kikuchi. now. Now Manoa's good. Don't sh- shut up. Don't even give me that Kikuchi crap, okay? He's Barrios has been garbage, but you know anyway. Barrios is turning it on, man. At the right time, he's finally finding his groove, but. That's another. I don't want to talk too much baseball much longer. I was actually trying to get re- getting ready to put a bow on it. Look at how quickly the Jays went from pretenders to contenders. Last year they weren't really pretenders, but they weren't supposed to be good. They weren't even supposed to be there, and they ended up not making the playoffs. Thank you, New York. Um, but now, you know, in one off season, they they've put themselves in that conversation and they've built a really good team on paper because they do still suck once in a while, like you know, the Leafs. Sure, whatever. I'll give it to you. So I'm thinking if Judge were to sign in Boston, Boston could easily go like that. That was a snap of the fingers, by the way, for those of you. If you didn't hear, there you go. You heard it now. But um, they can easily turn it around in one offseason, right? You spend but your money. they bu- can't. They could. How? I don't know, Like, but I know they could. <laughs> It's crazy how fast just, the just team... because you're just because you're smoking the hopium does not mean no no it's that not that's even, it's possible. not even that it's not even that I'm... okay no but Al you're missing one major thing the Jays had you're missing one major thing the Jays had the the Sox don't the Jays had really good young players Bo Bichette Vlad Guerrero Jr even Biggio at that point we still seen having potential Teoscar Hernandez but, Yuri Gurriel the Red Sox though they don't give me that vibe of like they don't have they're not the kind of team in my opinion that would like build from the ground up kind of thing. They already did. They already did. Mookie Betts, Xander Bogarts, Raphael Devers. Those guys are from their farm system that they drafted or signed from the from the I'm, Central I'm talking America. now. They, I, think they're tr- I don't think they're trying to take that long of a rebuild this time or whatever it is. Well, then they're idiots for trading away their best player in Mookie Betts. Like, that's my problem now. Is the problem is, if you're saying he's going to leave to win a World Series, then he goes to one of, like, four teams. That's the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Trastros, and then you want to say St. Louis because they're doing really well, or maybe the Padres to make them even more loaded than they already are somehow, or <laughs> the Padres, maybe the White Sox the, somehow. The, the Padres would like, still find a way to lose. <laughs> like, that's my problem now, is when you say, you know, well, money. Well, the Yankees are one of the most profitable organizations in all of sport, not including they also have either the best highest or second highest payroll in all of baseball 
If you're saying it's for legacy, the Yankees are the most legacy franchise in all baseball. And lastly here, I'll just keep looking at the time over there. So I know you're trying to speed me up over there, big man. I'm not man. trying to speed you, you know, up. But, I'm just— But we, yeah, lastly— anyways. Lastly, if you're trying to say it's for winning purposes, the Yankees are the most winningest franchise in baseball. And if you're trying to say recently that he's going to go to either the Dodgers, who won a World Series, the Astros, who have won a World Series, uh, asterisk beside it, but they still won a World Series, yeah. and St. Louis, who always seems to do well when they make the playoffs. They always- he didn't say yes, and he didn't say no. He's thinking about it. And that means he's going to listen to Boston once he hits the free agency market. And I think he knows what he's going to hear. And I think he's going to like it. Don't know what he's going to hear. I don't know what Boston's plan would okay, be. Okay, fine. You know what, Al? We're but that's end, what I'm going with. We're, we're going to end it with this then. How much would you send for him? How many years? Oh, jeez. I'm not going to say give me a number. Say AAV. How much would you pay him per year on an average? Man. Um, and for how many years would you give it to him? I'll even Google his age quick. I believe he's like 30. Yeah, uh, give near, me, yeah give late me 20s age. for sure. Yeah, give me his age. And then I'll, I'll tell you exactly. But again, oh, it's baseball contracts. He is yeah. 30 years young. April 26, 30? 1992. He's just turned 30. I'd do a six-year deal. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, wouldn't, he, would, he wouldn't even sign it. He'd laugh, do, laugh he, you at the building. Okay. Uh, I'd, do a, I'd say six years because he's 36. And if he does stay hot by that time, he could easily sign an extension before that six-year deal is up. So I'm going to say, fine, nine-year deal. That's I'll give better. him plus three. So I'll say nine-year deal. Nine-year deal. For how much? AAV. AAV. Oh, man. Not, try, not trying to give you, give you a flat number because you don't have to do with the math in your head. I know you're not good with math. No, you're bad with numbers. I'm terrible with numbers. That's why I'm like – but I'm also, trying to, I'm also thinking of bigger names like Mike Trout's making, what, 315? He, yeah, he's making like – 300-something million. He's like 36 million a year. Yeah, he's okay. the highest-paid outfielder in baseball, which deservedly so. He's the best. Okay, player well, in I'd go near something like Mike Trout's contract, and that's disgusting. I don't think the Yankees should sign it. I think the Yankees should let him walk. If that's the number, if the number's above thirty-five million dollars, let him walk. Okay, he's not Mike Trout. He's not. Mike Trout is easily the best player in baseball but when he's healthy, my... and no one compares to him. Judge no is healthier than Trout, though. Barely, and way more importantly, Judge's game is way more predicated on power. Trout, no matter what he plays, is going to be the best player in the field. He's a great fielder in center field. He's athletic, yeah, but even judge with ha- the but knee judge injuries. Hasn't, but Judge has that reach in the outfield. Plus, he's got he the— He plays right field. But he's also got the cannon to throw someone out if he has to. So or does, but, Al, again, the problem is, is I'm not going to use war, even though war is a great stat. Yeah. Um, Trout's a 10-war player consistently. Mm-hmm. Even with the stick Judge has got, he's not a consistent 10-war player because he doesn't play a good defensive position yeah. to get that. So that's my problem, is he's not going to be a factor if he's not hitting home runs. Yeah, if he's okay. not hitting home runs, he's not a factor. So I'm going to say nine years and 35 mil. And if I, was the, if, the, if I was the Yankees, I'd give him no more than 10 years, and I would give him no more than $32 million. I'd take, okay, go somewhere else. We can't I'd, be, afford that. I'd be okay with that. Okay, so like, fine. Would you, so okay, that'd what be 10 years, $320 million. Okay, so okay, I'd be good with that. So if we meet down the middle, let's say like nine-year deal and 33 five AAV. Would you be good with that? It, it would be a hard to sell for me because, again, he's just not worth it for me. Okay. He just isn't. Cool. Like, he's not because his game is such predicated. He's, I'll say, one of those niche players like Chris Davis for yeah. the Orioles was so good and Chris then Davis. hit that, oh, hits that hit wall. wall. Like, hits unreal. that wall and just can't hit a beach ball. It was unreal. Like, yeah, he, I remember you know, that. I, remember. I, I can hear I can hear Billy Bean in my head. You couldn't you couldn't hit that with a boat paddle last night. Like that's that's <laughs> what Chris Davis was for Baltimore when he yeah. went over fifty six. Yeah, no, I know he was like he was. That's awesome. the thing that is was, when you're yeah. when he's such predicated on power and yeah. he is a massive strikeout merchant. When those home runs go away, yeah. what is what do you have with Trout? 
He's got what seven in a row, seven seven straight games with a home run. Yeah. If he loses the power, he's still a great contact hitter. He's still got some athleticism left. He's a great fielder in center yep. field, and God forbid he, he loses that and can't play center field. You can move him to a corner. Yeah. He's got that ability. Judge is already in the corner. He already is the guy playing DH because he can't field. Like, that's the thing. So you can't give him that much money, even for the player that he is and could be as it goes on. And again, he's 30. So you really don't want to give him $38 million for him to become garbage at 33. Well, we'll see. I, I hope uh, I hope I get to see you uh, ripping your hair out of your head uh, if, when he does okay, sign I'll, somewhere I'll, else. You know what? Podcast number two. If Aaron Judge signs for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. For the Boston Red Sox, I want you to come up with a punishment. I can say right now, I have no doubt in my mind he does not become a Boston I Red Sox. I have no idea. I'm like, not like we'll, the kind of we'll, guy to we'll, come we'll, up with we'll, stuff like we'll, that. Well, to be determined. Currently, I'm just thinking I buy a Red Sox jersey with his name on nah, the back. Nah, that's no, how about this? Buy me lunch. Buy you lunch? Buy me a lunch. I like to eat. Yeah, I, I know you like to eat. I can tell you, Big Al. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah there yeah. you go. <laughs> I, I know you like to eat, but um, Anyways. no, we'll we'll think of a punishment. But I can tell you right now, lock lock of the year, Aaron Judge this summer does not become. A or I guess this winter because right baseball. Yeah, this winter does not become a uh, Red Sox. I can guarantee that does not okay. become a Red Sox. There you go. I think he does. So we'll see. Uh, Aaron Judge as of right now, still with the New York Yankees, still dominating. So yeah, we'll just see where it goes. Ready to talk about this one, Editor. We're, we're gonna feel old. Federer. We're gonna feel old now. You know what's really? I mean, sad? I feel old. Roger oh. Federer. Yeah. You know what's sad, Al? What? When I used to watch Sports Center every morning when yeah. I was a child, yes, because I watched it every morning. A couple like years I, ago. Well, yeah, I wish. No, I I, <laughs> I watched Sports Center every morning at seven o'clock from the ages of three till I was about twelve. Yeah, I mean every I was morning I watched it every morning at seven o'clock, and I even watched it at eight o'clock before I went to school. Before yeah, because who doesn't love Jane Dan? Literally, who right? doesn't love Jane Dan? Yeah. Like I like when they talk about Sid and um, Tim and Sid when they were on the score, I think of Jane Dan in my head. Like that's the partnership I see in my head. Yeah. When you talk about, you know, you know, Brabrowski, you know, that, that stuff. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. But no, I can remember because I still don't like tennis. I've never liked tennis. But when it was between Nadal, Novak, and um, Roger. Federer, yeah. Yeah, not including Andy Murray was also there at that time. I don't like when Andy I was Murray. A kid. Well, I didn't either, but he was still there. Yeah. And Novak kind of took over Murray's spot through the decade. Federer was my favorite player. Yeah. Oh, Federer. You like, cannot he love. Was, he was my favorite player out of those tennis guys. And then I liked Nadal. I was not a big fan of Murray and, and even Novak. Yeah. With respect to Novak. Yeah. So we're not talking about tennis randomly here. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard, if you haven't heard it by now, uh, do you not have social media or a phone or something? Because uh, Roger Federer announcing that after the Labor Cup tournament, he will be, can't say hanging up the shoe. Well, he'll be putting his racket away. He'll be, he'll be retiring. Basically. He'll be retired. He'll be retiring. There you go. We'll just go straight to it. He's uh, retiring afterwards and uh this is coming a couple weeks after serena williams, serena williams. so at the two, u.s open two of the game's greats are calling it a career uh serena already having done that after the u.s open and now roger federer wow yeah i know eh? it's, re- <laughs> it's it's crazy it's surreal because it's within oh, two weeks because like i'll be i'll be honest here look at the camera and hopefully we have the I have the camera working this time when I go to yeah, edit we'll this see. at home. Yeah, we'll see. We've had technical issues, by the way. We're we're supposed to have this streamed on YouTube at some point too. Yeah, uh, hopefully it works I, I've out. I've been today, battling though. with Premiere recently, so we'll see what I can yeah. do tonight when I get home. But um, anyway, so when we talk about you know we other sports we, we watch tennis is not one of them. I'll no. be completely honest. I do not watch tennis. I tried to watch tennis at when I was in Saga last year when we were, we were talking a lot about tennis. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to watch it. The only time I talk a lot about tennis is when Nick Kyrgios is playing. Because he's hilarious. I love watching. Yeah, it's awesome. 
but we'll get into that when he gets fined again, and you and I can talk about how he's important for the sport. But anyway, so we do not watch tennis intentionally. So to talk about tennis two weeks in a row for us, three weeks total, it's really weird. So pardon our, I'll say, lack of knowledge as Al puts that phone up closer to his ear like he's a librarian. But, you know, anyway, just, just in case you couldn't see him, put his phone up basically in front of his eyes like he's blind, which was hilarious. I was reading something. Yeah, badly, apparently. But yeah, uh, anyway, whatever. no, Roger, 20-time Grand Slam champion. Yep. Age 41 now. The Labor Cup will be his last ATP event. He said he does plan to still play tennis. I just, I'll go as far as say, I assume not competitively. Beer at league. least, yeah, basically. He'll play house league, beer league, semi professional because he doesn't want the strain on his body because he's been dealing with a lot of knee injuries. His last actual event was at Wimbledon 2021, which is well over a year ago now. Yep. So this has, been, this has been in the making because of all the injuries. But it'll be nice to be able to play for Team Europe and I'll go as far as say, probably win the Labor Cup because Europe almost always does and only one Canadian on the um, team North America with uh, Felix Ogiali Asim on the uh, team North America but on uh, team Europe I think it's what Federer, Nadal, Novak, Djokovic as well as Andy Murray ironically yeah and then uh, Titsipas and I don't know who the other North uh, the other European is I pick I can picture him I don't want to say because I want to say it's like Medvedev but I know it's not a Russian yeah. So I can't actually think of who the other player is. Cause it's not Alcaraz, even though it probably should be Carlos Alcaraz, who's been fantastic. Currently he, he's number one unreal. In the world. Yeah, people are calling him like the next Rafa. Well, yeah, because he's 19. Yeah. And and honestly, Al, I'll pin that question to you because in my roundtable, I was the host. And I pinned this question because I thought it was a really nice one. Do you think that with Roger now retiring yeah. and Alcaraz being number one at 19, mm. is this a new era of tennis? Are we finally moving into an era yeah. where we're going to lose Nadal and Novak as the top players in the world? And we're going to see younger guys like Alcaraz. I think it take is. It? I mean, I think the new era. Yeah, it absolutely is. Honestly, like for me, like, yeah, I, I think so because I was going to make a Canadian comparison, but that didn't really last very long. Like, we're already in a new era when it comes to Canadian tennis, mm-hmm. right? Jeannie Bouchard, not that great. And Milos Raonic. Ranked 334th last time I checked. Um, Milos Raonic, where'd he go? Yeah. Fell off the face of the earth. Right now it's Danis Shapovalov, Felix Ojeleasim, and Bianca Andreescu. And, and Leila Hernandez. Yeah, Leila Annie Hernandez, yeah. She's fantastic. Leila Fernandez. Annie Fernandez. Yeah, Leila Annie Fernandez. Fernandez, yes. yeah. Why did I say I was thinking Teoscar, I guess. That's what it was. <laughs> Teoscar Hernandez. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, Fernandez. Too much my bad. Yes, I'm juiced on baseball lately, but uh, I was actually and literally very bond. Sure. Um, so here's what I was looking up though with Federer, because the first thing that came to mind when Federer announced he was going to retire was, um, what's going to happen with his uh, Uniqlo deal? Because uh, he switched, he ditched Nike back in two 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 hundred and eighteen two thousand eighteen, and he signed a three hundred million dollar deal with Uniqlo to have his, uh, you know, that's what he wear during uh, matches and stuff like that. And I'm reading this article right now, and I was trying to look find it while you were talking. I couldn't find it, but I, I'm i assuming that endorsement is going to keep going. I don't know if he'll stick with it. Probably. Um, probably. Um, so that was my first thought was, like, what happens with that sponsorship and stuff like that? But, I mean, at the same time, too, like, he's won so many things that it doesn't really matter. But... It's the same thing with Jordan brand. Like, you can just continue. Yeah, that keeps going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's the same thing of, like, sponsored bikes and recyclists yeah. or sponsored rackets, mm-hmm. I'll say, for them, or sponsored shoes for basketball yeah. players. Like, do you think LeBron's are just going to go away when he retires? Probably like, not. Really, no. Do you think so? No, they're going to stay. Like, they're going to stay, and Kobe's are, I, I, I'll say, best assume are going to continue to be made by, I also believe, Nike. Yeah. And then Curry's definitely going to continue his shoe brand because he's only the only athlete with Under Armour, I believe, is his I know, brand. I know it was a lengthy deal. 
Um, so I, it'll probably be still be a thing. And I mean, it is Roger Federer. You can't just rip that away from him. I mean, yeah. he's, he's earned. He's a all because he's so popular. Everyone right. knows yeah. who that is. When you look, when you think of tennis, when you think of tennis, you think of one of Novak, Djokovic, Novak, Nadal, Serena. Yeah, Roger, you know, that kind Federer, of thing. Yeah. But yeah, so when you're asking, I just realized too, as I was looking that up, I got away from your question. Uh, do I think it's a new era of tennis? Absolutely. I think this is the start, the official kickstart. I think Serena started it. Yeah. First of all, as soon as she she like announced she was going to retire, that's when it was like, whoa, mm. like tennis is changing. Maybe it was changing before that too. I mean, like, you know. Um, uh, honestly, you know what it feels like to me? It feels like tennis has started changing since Novak wouldn't get vaccinated. The moment he couldn't play it in the yeah, first major, there, yeah. like it just kind of felt like, oh, we're actually going to start losing these guys. And you're going to start seeing because, new faces and new faces dominate, yeah, right? As we talked about, Federer hasn't played in over a year. Nadal's been dealing with injuries the past year. And, and Novak at, uh, couldn't play because of COVID. So is it, literally, we didn't have all three anyway. Is it Emma Raducanu? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. at her. She's 20 yeah, she's years English. old. Yeah, the English the, who beat um, Fernandez at the uh, yeah. US Open last year, I want to say. Yes. I believe it was US Open. Yeah. But anyways, like, look at her too, right? Like, she's 20 years old. Mm. Like, the, the takeover is starting now. So, yeah, I do think it's a new era of tennis. I do think um, it's weird. Yeah. And now all I'm thinking of is because uh, Federer and Nadal are pretty close. Uh, in- uh, 41, Nadal's 36, Novak's 35. Okay, so sort of close, I guess you could say, in age. So- well, they're on, they're on the back nine. Yeah, but and Nadal, though, here's the thing, though. He's still winning. Yeah. Still making the same. So I think Nadal's got a couple years left. But, like, you know, now that Federer's retiring, now that Serena has retired, clock's ticking now. Yeah. It's get ready for change, and it's... I'm actually mentally preparing myself because, like, it's going to be weird. Like, I like you mentioned before, we got into it a little deeper. You'd get up every morning, Sports Center. You'd watch, and every time you turned it on, there would be some tennis One of the on. Three, yeah, some tennis on, and you'd either see Federer, Nadal, you know, guys like that, Djokovic, Andy Djokovic, Murray, playing yeah. each other normally, exactly, in the like stuff. constantly, right? Yeah. And now it'll be new faces, so it, I definitely think it's weird. Um, yeah, man, crazy. I feel old. Like, and I'm, t- like, just 22, and, like, I feel like it's been... Well, because his entire professional career has been since we've been alive, you and I. It's funny. There's times when people ask, you know, oh, do you, like, well, people that are younger than me, like, do you feel old, like, when you're 20? No, not really. Like, I still feel like I'm 18 or whatever. But then when stuff like this happens, I'm like, damn! Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, whoa, I am old. Like, it's already been 20-something years. Like, geez. Well, no, and you also think of, like, teams, though. You think of teams you remember, vividly remember doing things, even if they're not teams you cheer for. Like, I guarantee you in a decade's time, there are going to be kids who talk about when Vegas allowed those four goals to San, San Jose. Well, it's still... Oh, that... Like, yeah. like literally, there's going to be kids bringing that stuff up. Yeah. And, and you and I are going to be like... Pfft. Well, it's still weird. Look at uh, Trevor Zegras. Yeah. Look at guys like that. Who'd you grow up watching? I loved watching Austin Matthews and like... Trevor Zegras. Guys and- like that. And it's like... Matthews only been in the league for five years. What do you mean? And it's crazy because like there's... Now it's at the point where, by the way, my draft year, I've missed it completely now. It's been four years. <laughs> okay, my draft class for that is gone. And then my draft class for the OHL, long, long gone. gone. Like, wow, that was well, uh, we didn't plan that, swear. <laughs> um, long gone. And now it's like, it's crazy to think like uh, my cousin who's an 06. Oh, God. 06s are graduating high school next year. Don't remind me. Like, what the actual, like, what the F? Like, you know, like, it's crazy. So, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, Roger Federer, man. He's going to be missed a lot. Um, he's not dead. 
Um, but the game is going to miss him. I know I'm going to miss him because there's a lot of like his match. He's had some legendary matches and legendary moments and mm. uh, definitely going to be weird not watch, or watching tennis and not seeing him out there. Spencer, you've been waiting, uh, let's see, almost uh, an hour now. <sighs> let's talk about football. The NFL, it's back. Finally kicked off. We didn't get to talk about it because we had stuff to do last week, but uh, we're already into week two. Spencer, you're more of a football guy than I am, so I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you the mic and uh, just what are your thoughts so far on this season? Because there has been some upsets, a lot of upsets, a lot of upsets. Like we we have a we have a survivor pool here at CSM. Oh geez, yeah, and Whoever picked we have in- fourteen. We have four out of like there, there's <laughs> there's like twenty one. There's about eighty of us in the school, for about forty per class. There's there's uh, two groups of, yeah. of about twenty. So there's about 40 per class. We have two class, two class years, so it's about 80 kids. Say even like 60 or 50 signed up, we have 14 left in the survivor pool. And it's $10 buy-in. First place gets like 75%. Second place gets 10. Third place gets five or whatever. And you don't win if you get a tie. Yeah. If I'm, yeah. I'm not in it because yeah. I'm not. I, no, that happened yeah. with the Colts and the, and, and ten, yeah. uh, the Texans. Is The yep. Colts and Texans tied week one, 2020. And people who picked the Colts didn't get go through because it wasn't a win. So both, if you picked either, you're out. Yep. And the Niners lost, who is who I picked in the absolute torrential downpour at Soldier Field and that gross, disgusting field that Soldier Field is. Detroit almost won a football game last week. Hey, Detroit, <laughs> we're, I'm going to get into them in a minute, Al. Don't, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started what? on Detroit. Wait, I'm gonna get into them oh, minute. you're getting heated about yeah, how, about this? how do you think Broncos fans are feeling? No, Al, stop it right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. I'm going to start, start with the Niners first. All right. My, yeah, fa- yeah. my favorite team yeah. first, and then we're going we're gonna to okay. divulge into other upsets right. that happen. So the Niners lost 19-10 to the Bears. Awful game in torrential downpour at the disgusting, awful, gross, heinous field in Illinois that they call Soldier Field. They ruined the McCaskies. You insert swear word here. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> they haven't been good since the 80s when that happened. Anyway, so that aggravated me because I mean, I'm out because of a torrential downpour in Chicago because the Bears suck and then I should have crushed them. And then the Broncos absolutely get shellacked by the Seattle Seahawks by Geno Smith going like 23 for 28. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You call 17 to 16 a shellacking? Al. Did you not see that? Al, 60- they shouldn't have been in the football game. Geno Smith went 23 for 28. But it's not a shellacking. And he's a bum. It's 17 to 16. Al, their team is garbage. All right. When you take a bad team who beats a good team, it's a shellacking. Okay, fine. Period. Since we're on the topic of garbage. The Leafs. No, <laughs> come on, man. We're talking football. No, um, what do you think of that uh, that field goal attempt? You mean the sixty-four yarder? No, 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 sixty-five. We gotta... Oh, pardon yeah, me, yeah. pardon me, Hackett, pardon me, you absolute genius. Like they didn't even call it. Do you know how long they waited to call a timeout? The too? entire Just to send play a... clock. They had the like, entire. They play had clock. A, like I think they had at least a minute ten left. Al, some days I hate you. Some days, cause ah, come on, I'm just, just talking. No, because here's the thing. Like, I'm not a huge football guy. I'm getting more and more into it, especially this year. Because, well, it, I don't know. There's, just, I'm starting to like it a little bit more. I don't know why. I'm a Bills guy. Just of course saying. you are. I like the Bills. Josh are. Allen, absolute bandwagon. Um, what I, I am, I, I'm we not. Know. A, I hands down, that is my bandwagon team for sure. But I mean, it's also because, like, I don't know. They just seem like crazy, like passionate about. I like it. They got a good thing going over there. But anyways. I want to know. I have my take on that field goal. What what's I'm your seething, take? I'm seething because 
I'm a football fan, truly a football fan. I don't watch a whole lot of games anymore because I get, as you can tell by right now, I'm trying not to break anything because I get very aggravated at football. Spencer could easily be like a coach or like an analyst or something within football. I would love to be a coach. You you should hear him talk strategy. It's actually unbelievable, like the stuff he knows. I I would love to to be a coach in football. Probably a position coach, maybe a coordinator. I would never want to be a head coach. Too much responsibility and don't want to deal with all those guys. But anyway. Yeah, thoughts on the Broncos and Seahawks or that last last play. It... It aggravates me. It really upsets me because I saw the clip from the the, the Peyton cast, the, the the Manning cast. I guess yeah, is what I should call it. That was hilarious. Yeah, they were, yeah. When Peyton's screaming timeout, like, like yo, call a timeout. Like, yeah. With with literally when the play clock yeah. starts, he's like timeout, timeout. What are they doing? Are they gonna run a play? And then they they chew the entire clock. So I'll I'll explain the situation. I'll probably play the clip of the Mannings, of Peyton especially. But so there's about about a minute left, about four, 54 seconds. They they uh, get a completion. They're at about the 38, maybe. They're just inside the Seattle zone. And they get the ball spotted, and they have a 30-second play clock to snap the ball. And instead of taking a timeout immediately, they get set at the line. But they don't snap the ball. And they chew 30 seconds of the 54 seconds they had on the the game clock, on, on on the scoreboard. Yeah. And then take a timeout. So... Only to go on and, like, miss a huge 65-yard field goal. Which would have broke the record for longest kick ever made. Which, by the way, 4-5, and five, I'm not sure if you mentioned it. Four and f- they're at, It was 4-5. and five when Fourth they and kicked. fifth? Yeah, 4-5, four four yeah. And it kind of makes you go, hey, it's five yards. All you need is a little toss. You get your first down. You got two timeouts left after the one you just used. Get in field goal range. Hello. Like 65 like, yards, I'm sorry, that's not field goal range. And, I mean, it would have been great if you would have made it. Then, yeah, you look like a genius. But at the same time... But no, you don't. What are you paying Russell Wilson $200 million for if you're not going to throw the ball in that situation? Al, I'll even go farther. I know it's only week one. That was only week one. But, like... But even he's came out... Hackett came out and said it was a mistake to not go down, go for it on fourth down. Which, obviously. Thank you, rookie. Yeah, coach. but at it's the same time, one, but... he also... During that same interview he also said well we had a plan and a bad one yeah like what the hell is your plan like bank on your kicker like hello you banked on your quarterback to throw the ball not your kicker like i'll I'll put it this way i I hate making fun of or belittling people who are in because i understand mistakes are made by professional teams that would never be made at beer league because of the pressure you're under like you know, a bunch of the guys that go to CSM are big Formula One guys. They talk about Ferrari making all these, you know, literally just like day one errors. Yeah. And it's like, it's because they're under so much pressure. You make mistakes like that because you're under pressure. It's not because you don't know how to do it. It's not because you're not good. It's you're under pressure and you make a mistake. But okay, if you call the timeout, I wasn't watching that one because I was actually watching um, the Steelers and Bengals game. I watched some of that during a. That was, was un- a that was unreal. That game literally like should I, not I have picked, gone OT. But I anyways. picked Pittsburgh. I actually you picked bet, Pittsburgh. I bet Pittsburgh. Good for you, man. Because I, I, I made money on Pittsburgh. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> good break for you. Oh. But um, if you call that timeout, aren't you like talking to your quarterback and asking him what do you? Oh, shouldn't even. Be, I don't know. For me, that shouldn't have even happened. I would have easily been like Russell. You're staying out there. Find a way to get across okay. that five yard. Those five yards, and then. Okay. Try to get us, uh, try to get us closer to the field goal range, like forty yards, let's say, in two downs. If not, then we'll kick from wherever we are. But you can't kick from sixty-five yards out, man. That's crazy. It's it, ludicrous. It'd be, it be record-breaking. The the longest click kick ever made, to my knowledge, is Justin Tucker tying the record last year at sixty-three yards when he bonked it into the end zone against. I want to say it was the Lions. It, they were down. 
by either I think they were actually maybe tied. But it was like I know they were down because I remember watching the game. Cause yeah. I picked them in like week three, and Tucker hit a sixty-three yarder, it hit the bottom crossbar, and popped in for them to win. And it was a sixty-three yarder, and it was one of the most amazing kicks you'll ever see. That's crazy, though. But I don't understand any of the thought process. A, if you have three timeouts, even one timeout, call a timeout before the play clock starts. Yeah, you have fifty-four seconds to make something happen, even if you think. Kicking the field goal is the best opportunity. Why wouldn't you at least give yourself enough time where if you do turn over the ball, hopefully they can make a mistake. Yeah. And you can capitalize on it. Which no, you can't. Mm. There's you don't have enough timeouts, there's not enough time on the clock, you're gonna lose the game if you go for it and don't get it. But you're gonna lose the game if you make miss the field goal anyway. And it's not a chip shot. It's not a thirty yarder, even a forty yarder. It's a sixty five yard field goal. Yeah, like that's not that is not a chip shot, easy field goal, easy money if in the bank. If it's any other team that doesn't have like a big name quarterback like Russ Wilson, fine. Not Go, even. Try your luck. No, oh, maybe, maybe try your. After like I said, for me it's week one, so I'm like every team. No, this is where you have the, the debate. I don't of think analytics. it'll bite. I don't think it'll bite them in the ass in like week fifteen. This but, is what but, I'm but, trying but, to say. But that point though, you know where you're going to be in the standings normally. I so guess. you know you're you're more worried about okay where we're gonna finish in the division and they're in one of the hardest divisions in football. I'm, but the only thing I will say about that is at least they did it in week one and it's not like they had the playoffs on the line and decided. But to do you lost to an stupid. inferior team, like you lost to a team that might win five games week, this year. It's week one, right? Like that's the thing. Like the Broncos are probably now, going to be fine. Al, the problem with that logic, honestly, that logic. Is football is different than every other sport. In hockey, there's 82 games. Oh, In basketball, you. there's 82 games. Mind In you. baseball, there's like 162. Yeah, football, you got 17 games. Yeah. That's what you got. By the way, the Broncos uh, get uh, get your boys tomorrow. They get the Niners? Yes, sir. Oh, they're going to be on one too then. Good for them. Happy for them. <laughs> but anyway... In in Trey Lance, I trust. Anyway, so <laughs> right. I'll 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 go with this out, and this I'm going to try to end the conversation and go over to the other upset. I believe there was one more. You want to talk about the Lions? I want to talk about the Lions. Anyway, is now you're getting to the problem of analytics versus the football guys, mm. and I truly believe in every sport that you can put them together, and you can make it work. Yeah, you said I have two people, an analytics head and a f- football coach, who are willing to listen and understand the other side's perspective. That's the problem, is when you take a guy who's always done data analytics and always been in that world, and you put a guy at football, always played football, played football at a college level, always coached, they're never going to see eye to eye because they see each other as alphas. And alphas do not like other alphas. They don't. They normally cannot coexist. You need two people who understand even a little bit about the other and try and work a little bit at trying to understand each other. And like uh, Staley right now for the Chargers made, went uh, went for it on fourth down four times in one game and lost, and everyone belittled him for it because of analytics. Even though if you if you pay attention to analytics, he was right three of the four times yeah. on making his decision. So that's, again, where it's, he has to take a timeout right there. He has to go for it because mm-hmm. there's no reason not to. What's the gain? And right. You'll hear me yell it from the rooftops because I did it when I was doing commentary for UFT. What is the gain? Anytime you do something in any sport is what do you gain yeah. by doing what you're doing right now? What do you gain? Everything, and I'll say this right now just because second episode, I think it's important to get my level of ideologies out. I believe every sport's the same at a molecular level. And I'll explain with this, except for baseball, because baseball is an individual sport played in a team base. 
everything for every team sport is maximized versus minimized. If you can maximize your strengths and minimize your weaknesses, you're going to win no matter what sport you're playing. Basketball, hockey, football, soccer, yeah. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you maximize versus minimize. So if your best player is your quarterback and it's fourth down and five inside their zone and you're down and you're not close enough to make a field goal, you have to go for it. There's no question. There's no debate. Take a timeout with 54 seconds left. You call them Russell over and say, okay, what do we like? What do we think they're going to run defensively? Are they mm-hmm. going to run a zone? Are they going to run a man? Do we think a bubble screen will work? Do we think we should run some sort of sale concept? Do we think we should run some sort of flood concept? Do we think we should run some sort of bunch set where we try to just cover the line with a mesh concept that the Chiefs love to run? Like, you just think about it that way. And you just say, okay, we're going to go for it because I want my best players on the field. So if we lose, I can at least say, I can at least fall back and say my best player was on the field. Uh, that's that's fair enough. Before we go to the Detroit Lions, because I know you want to talk about them, um, I want to make a correction. I was accidentally on week three scheduled, not week two. Broncos get the Texans this week. So that's an easy win. They'll be one-on-one. And the yeah, Niners get Seahawks, right? Yeah, you're f- and they're gonna be one on one. Yeah, your yeah, 49ers get the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah we're, exactly. we're, they're gonna drop thirty at least. And Detroit is actually getting the Washington Commanders. Hopefully, they get a win. They should. Which I'm still trying to come around with that name, but the I commies? like I like that name a lot better than the other name they have. Yeah, the so. football team. You know, no, like, you know, I'm fo- talking before oh, they switched to football team. Really? Yeah. I, See, I like Commanders a lot. Well, I honestly, that's like the one team name that has changed. That you're okay with? That I'm like, okay, I can get around that. Cleveland Guardians still sounds weird. They just went back to spiders. They just went back to spiders. They were called the spiders in the early 1900s. But, yeah, but, so, I really want to hear what you got to say about this, because this is uh, week one. The Detroit Lions drew the Philadelphia, wow. Philadelphia. Philadelphia Eagles. Gross. Philadelphia. And um, the Eagles, just to say, uh, got away with a win there, 38 to 35. So, um, Spencer. I love Detroit. You Not the city. Detroit. Detroit's, Detroit's a kind of yucky city. I've been there enough times. Okay, but, but uh, go ahead. I love Dan Campbell. I think any football fan loves Dan Campbell because he's kind of a meathead, some of the things he says, but you can tell by his mannerisms and the way he talks and the way he acts that he loves the game of football more than almost any other person alive loves the game of football. And, you know... Last year, he cried at a press conference because they had lost a game close. And they played everybody close last year. Like, they played the Ravens, who made I, were either close to making the playoffs or make the, made the playoffs as a wild card. I can't really remember. I can't, head. Tell, I can't tell but, you. Sorry. <laughs> like, they played them to a 63-yard field goal that Tucker just made. Like, bounced it in. Just made. It might have been 64-yarder off the top of my head. But anyway, Tucker bounced in a field goal to win it. Yeah. Down by two. And it was a lucky field goal. Like, they played everybody close. Every good team, they played real close, right down to the wire. They did again last week, as you said, 38-35 to the Eagles, who are probably going to make the playoffs this year, with the Cowboys being garbage and their division being awful. Anyway. Well, especially now, too, Prescott's out for the six to eight weeks. Yep, he's on pop, I believe. Right. But but anyway, so I love Detroit, and I I said before week one even started, they're going to play everybody close again. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be a good football team, but they're going to play everybody close, and I love that. How many games do you think Detroit wins this season? Without looking at their schedule, I'd say they win probably four or five. Like, I don't think they're better than a whole lot of teams. I just think the way they play, the way they act, like I watched a little bit of their game. Again, I was at a... um, a little Caesar, little Caesars with my, or not little Caesars, dear Lord. Um, Isai Mario's, pardon me, my mother's favorite restaurant. We were at one of those in Ottawa after the ceremony, and um, we were always asked to put on a football game, and yeah. they had on uh, Steelers Bengals, and then it switched over. Okay, 
I watched, uh, I might want to say Okuda, Jeff Okuda, their main out boundary corner. But anyway, he made a stop on fourth down, and they got the turnover on down. And their whole sideline was up. They were hyped. Like, they were they were all up, and I love that. I love camaraderie. I love, I'll say, playing for the shirt. Like, we, I, I don't want to say you and I have talked about yet, but I love passion. Because I love sports. I do. I love sports. I love the idea of sports. I love everything about sports. Yeah, so, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, like, I mean. For so I want to see passion. Yeah. I want to see athletes care. I do. I genuinely, I want to see you care. Okay, as a Niners fan, there's nothing more angering than us losing to a division opponent, Seattle, the Rams, you know, the Cardinals, and then me seeing Debo dap up one of the other players. Like, no, no. You should walk off the field and not even shake one of their hands. No. Yeah. I understand sportsmanship. No. Mm-hmm. I'm a Niners player right now. I just lost them, and they suck. Like, no, not one Niner player should have shook a hand in Chicago. That team is garbage. Yeah. That team is awful. And we played in horrible conditions, and we still should have won. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying we as if I was part of the team, by the way. Like, yeah. I, if I was a head coach, I'll go as far as if I was Kyle Shanahan. But that's just my opinion, is no. I don't I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. No. I'm not shaking your hand. I'm not your friend. I know we're part of the union. The union works after the season starts. Season right now, I'm on this team. You're against me. We are not enemies, period. I, I hate the way sports has gone now with everyone being buddy-buddy and shaking hands, you know, and hanging out. Like, good for you. Do it in the offseason. When the season starts and you're putting on that jersey, who's not wearing that jersey ain't your friend. They ain't. They're going to hurt you. They're going to put you down. Try to make you lose. Mm. Uh-uh. Not, not in my world. Not. I hate it. I hate the lack of passion. I hate the lack of fight. And it's one of the most angering things as a fan because when I'm sitting on the TV screaming at it because I hate the call he just made, and at the end of the game I see them not, like, not care— it, it's nothing more aggravating. There's nothing more aggravating. And Al, I, I know you feel that. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was just about to say, like, I mean, this is, I, I, I want to stay on football and not go to hockey, but that happens quite often where we talk about one sport and we go back to hockey because that's just how you it are, works. You love hockey there in North, yeah. North Ontario. And, I mean, that's, how, that's exactly how I feel when I watch the Leafs. There's a lot of times where it just seems like they don't care, where there's no effort. The frustrating part, I think, about being a Leafs fan, and I want to go back to football because this is what we're on. I, I know to bring it back. It's okay. Okay, good. You got good. You got to figure it out. Good. Is there's a reason why I don't watch the regular season anymore? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because do you know how many times and Leaf fans that are with them from the get go from AJ. game one? AJ. I'm not talking about him on my podcast. Sorry. <laughs> um. The the fans that are with them from game one all the way to well, game seven of a first-round series. The first thing they say when they watch a game one of the playoffs game for the Leafs is, where was this all season? Yeah. Oh, now it's the playoffs. Now you care. Yeah. How about you, like, so that I get where you're coming from where in that in that sense. And I think that, yeah, there, there should be, I, I do agree they should. I think it's okay to, like, if you got a buddy on the other team, yeah, fine. Just go see see that buddy. Don't though. do it in front of the cameras. That's all That's I ask. So hard to do. That's though. all it's I the NFL, ask. Right? No, but go to the locker room. Call him on the phone. Like they they flew in there. Call him over on Saturday. Yeah. Like I I don't care who your friends are. I don't. I have friends. I do. Sadly, somehow I do. Somehow, come on but, now. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if I'm working for TSN and they're working for Sportsnet. I'm not going to bring them over to the Sportsnet set or TSN set and be like, hey, yo, what's up? And dap them up. No, they're the competitor. Right. They're the bad guy. Yeah. In all fairness. So at the end of the day, 
I I despise it. There's this, nothing more angering. Is this to me. outrage moment number two now? Oh, I I no Al. Uh, this one's bo- like I it boils my blood. And this song I'm gonna bring back to football. The Lions. That's what I love about the Lions. Is they're so competitive. I can tell there's passion there, and that's what I love. And that's why you like them because. I can tell you, they're not a good roster. They don't. They have a couple good players. Amon Ross, St. Brown, love his name, by the way. It's fantastic. I like Jared Goff. Not great, but I like Jared Goff. DeAndre Swift, their um, their uh, running back, is fantastic. I love Swift. Love him at Georgia. But, like, I like a lot of their players. Okuda from Ohio State, third overall pick, like him. They're not a good team, but they, they fight. They show care. And if, I, and if I was a Lions fan, I would love it because it shows me they're showing effort. Because, Al, you said it right there. The one thing as fans want. We don't even care if we win. Winning's great. As long as you gave it your all. As long as I can end the game and smile and say, okay, at least we tried. At least there was effort there. Why, I saw effort. And, and that's, that's the problem. Yeah, and that's why, honestly, not going to lie, people were asking me. Um, yes, we're back to hockey. We're wrapping this up soon anyways. So, um, people ask me, oh, how are you feeling? Hey, how are you feeling since the Leafs lost to Tampa again in the first, uh, or not again, but like, how are you feeling after another first round exit loss to Tampa and I honestly that one hurt the least believe it or not cons- and if, for those of you who watched that entire series and you're going what you're nuts I really that didn't anger you more no because Tampa is a really good team they made it to game seven they were one goal away and and the only thing I'll say is this that game should have gone to overtime I'm that's a, that's all I'm going to say that because it's in the past I don't care anymore regular <laughs> season's about to start in a couple weeks anyways I don't give a crap anymore but yeah, that's why it didn't it didn't make me that mad because they were so close, but at the same time they deserved to be in that situation. Yeah. Whereas when you look at the Montreal series the year prior, mm-hmm. they didn't deserve to be that, that that shouldn't have been a game 7. Mm-hmm. I don't care how yeah, they they were close. Again, they fell up short. Yeah, they had a 3-1 series lead. Mm-hmm. No killer instinct, no you know, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same speech over to all oh, way we came short. Oh, we're going to look at what we're building again by like and all that. Yada yada yada. There was effort this time around though, and that's where I'm in agreement with you. I could see why you like the Lions so much and it's because they try. And that's all you can ask for, right? So it should they show they surely care. Like there's nothing more angering after a game when you get, when you lose and you're just steaming already cuz you can tell there was no effort, no passion, no fight, yeah. no desire in the game. And they come into the interviews and they're like, "Oh, you know, we'll we'll put, go back to practice, go back to the drawing board and come back next game." No. I, I don't want to say I want to hear an apology, which I kind of do. I want to show you show me you care. Yeah. Like, just say something that fills me with confidence. Like, okay, these guys see what I see. They're not just like, you know, oh, it's all right. We'll figure it out later. It's they care. They actually show. Oh, yeah. We know we played like garbage where I'm going to try not to do that again. Like, we can't promise we're not going to, but we're, we're going to try. try not to. Yeah. We're, we're going to at least try to show some effort and not do that again and play like absolute trash. Because yeah. like, there's nothing more ridiculous than losing by a blowout and them saying, well, you know, we have some positives and, you know, that's why I hate NHL goalies. I'll, I'll, end, I'll end with this. I hate NHL goalies. You hate NHL goalies? I hate how they all go, you know, oh, they're all positive. They're like, oh, you know, a couple of saves. Like, why can't you just be honest? You're letting five goals and 18 shots. Why can't you say, I played like garbage. Oh, that, yeah. I played bad. I mean, it's, like, just it's, be honest it, with yourself. Yeah, but it's rare that you'll hear a goalie say that. Me, it's more of that's the, my problem. Me, it's more of the coaching staff. And th- this is also, I'm a Keith. Uh, yeah. No, not him. Babcock was worse for this. Oh, well. You know, sometimes there's those hard lessons and, oh, this and that and blah, blah. I hear that word come out of the Leafs' mouth once this season. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be safe around me. <laughs> no one's going to. I Listen, you've learned enough. What, this is Matthews' what? 
16, 22. Uh, I don't want to do math. This like seventh year, is, maybe? Okay, so I'm not far off. Okay, I was going to say that, but I'm anyway, something like that. And he's still learning. Oh, well, it's another lesson. Yeah, you're getting paid $11 million. Yeah, so you're not learning anymore. Just another lesson. Like, no. Like, this is it, but, enough and, learning. And, and that's what I mean, though, is when you're paid that much money, you, there's no excuses anymore. There just yeah. isn't. It doesn't matter how young or old you are. There's just no more excuses. So, to wrap up football and to wrap this show up, a lot of games, Sunday night football is tomorrow, September 18th. I'm going to go through all of these games. Okay. I don't, the only one, if it's an up, if I think it's an upset game, I'll question you on it. But other than that, I just want you to go. Okay. Don't give who, me, don't give me spreads or bets. Just say no, who you think's going to no, win. No, Yeah. Okay. Carolina Panthers, New York Giants. Mm. I'm going Panthers. I am too. Okay. But I, I don't want to, but I, I have to. Okay. New- <laughs> Sorry, I'm already laughing because the Jets suck. New York Jets. Uh, other team. <laughs> All right, so the Browns will beat the Jets. Oh, yeah, they're going to crush them. That would be close. Oh, dear Lord. Right. Mike White. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, New England Patriots. I've seen the Patriots are favored in this game, and I'm kind of looking at it like, mm, I don't know. Considering Actually, this- never mind. Uh, I'm, t- I'm taking the Pats. I was gonna- really? You're going with the Pats? TJ Watts hurt. I'm going, st- I'm going Steelers. Because they took care of the Bengals. Yeah, but their offense was garbage, and their best defensive players hurt. So I mean, it's going to be a garbage game me. to watch in general. I think. I, I'm, okay, fine. So you're going Pats. I'm going Steelers. Okay, this should be an interesting one. Miami Dolphins, Baltimore Ravens. Because Tua had a good first week. Give me the my. Give me the Dolphins. You're gonna go Dolphins. Yeah, give me Dolphins. Just to make it interesting, I'm I'm going with Lamar here. I'm gonna go Baltimore. Of course you are. Bob. Here's another one. Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. Give me the Colts. I, I like the Jags. I bet them last week, too. And they, they had a lead late, too, but no. I can't give, give me the uh, Colts. They should win. They should easily crush I Honestly, I'm not sure where I'm leaning towards, so I'll just go Colts because you picked Colts and you know what you're talking about. So this <laughs> nice. one, this one nice. would have been, been fun to watch if Drew Brees was still in the league. Uh, Bucks against the Saints. Give me the Bucks. Yeah, I, I think the Saints are kind of jokes. No offense, the famous Jameis Winston. Alrighty, I I'm going Bucks because I You're don't don't bet. I don't. I'm a Tom Brady, Brady fan. Yeah, I'm a Tom Brady. Uh, fan. I I am too. As much as I'm a Niners. Okay, Washington Commanders and Lions. Commies. Uh, I really want to pick the Lions. I really want to pick you the think, Lions. Yeah. I really want to pick the Lions. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick the Lions. Even though I actually think the Commies have a really good chance of winning, I want to pick the Lions. So I'm picking the Lions. I'm gonna go Washington. I don't think it's Detroit's time to win a game yet. Uh, Niners and Seahawks. We already know who Liners. you're going with. Yeah, Niners. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Niners too. Uh, Seahawks suck. Yeah. Uh, Falcons, Rams. Rams. Pretty easy. Yeah. Like. This is where we can talk about it if you want a little uh-oh. bit, or we can just go by Cardinals and Raiders. Oh, gross. I'm going Cards. Really? I think the Cards will upset. Uh, give me Oakland. Give me Oakland. Or not Oakland. Vegas. Yeah. I was gonna say Wish they were in Oakland. Every yeah. time I hear a lot of the Chargers, I keep thinking San Diego. It's weird, eh? I literally wrote San Diego, and I was like, whoop, now they're in Los Angeles. I have yet to screw up the name changes yet, but I'm sure it'll happen at some point when you catch me off guard. Okay, so yeah, um, not much of a debate at this. I thought it would trigger because we had a good talk with my group uh, last week uh, when I said cards, but uh, everyone in my group agreed that the, they do believe the cards will pull off the upset against they will not. Uh, the they, Raiders. They will, they will not. Yeah, well, good try. let's they not forget, not. the Raiders still have Derek Carr. So he's, and he's Devontae Adams, yeah, who's that's gross. Too. Yeah. 
Uh, Texans and Broncos. Broncos crush them. Okay. Not even close. Bengals and Cowboys. Bengals. Bengals. Cowboys say, are garbage. I'd say Cowboys if Prescott was in the lineup. No, their offensive line was garbage last week. They were awful. They were absolute hot garbage before okay. he got hurt. So. Uh, Dot Bears and uh, Green Bay Packers. Packers kill them. Yeah? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. They, I mean, they needed a torrential well, downpour Vikings, at home to be able to Vikings, beat the Niners. Though, the Vikings pulled off the upset last week against the Packers, though. Yeah, they, they got like you hmm. want to talk about it. We were talking schlackings at the beginning of the segment. Um, I got to look it up just to make sure I'm right. Well, I am. I, I am right. They did lose, but where? Come on, help it's kind me of out sad. Here. We're talking really a lot about football. We talked a lot about baseball too. Like it's kind of sad. Yeah, twenty-three to seven, they lost to the Vikings. No, that's because of a young wide receiving core. They have a lot of. They have a lot of problems. Okay, the, so you're still, you're still going with Packers. Have to. Yeah, the Bears suck. Bears okay. suck. And uh, this should be... The Monday Nighter? Yeah, the Monday Night... Uh, oh, this will be a good one. Titans and Bills. Oh, Lord. I, I have to pick the Bills, but I lo- I really like I think Titans. that one's going to be a grudge match. That'll like, be a close I one. I really like the Titans, but I have to pick the Bills because they're probably... I'm one, they're too. one of the top four teams in football. Currently. This one should be good, too, now considering the upset last week against Green Bay. Minnesota Vikings and the Eagles. Minnesota Vikings and the Eagles? Yep. Oh, Lord. I'm going... Uh, Minnesota. Give me Minnesota. I was going to say mini, but not, I'm think, no, I'm going I'm going Eagles. And, um, you and I have to tally this after. I'll make sure I go... When I edit this, I'll go through yeah, and Yeah, we're going to keep it. track. We'll, we'll keep track so when the next time we come on. Um, yeah, and then Chargers, obviously, they beat the... Or sorry, they lost to the Chiefs 27-24. Uh, to 24. That one was actually a pretty good uh, watch if you didn't watch it. I actually yeah. watched it myself. Not a boy, Al. It was fun. Not a boy. It's fine. Well, you, you know, you got to expand... Your horizons? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, okay. So there you go. That's that for our football segment. Now, the important stuff. Uh-oh. Our social media handles. We finally got our stuff out. So you got YouTube channel. You'll have to Yeah, I'll, I'll put that together. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our Instagram. You want to follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can, that's outrage the. Literally, that whole word, outrage the, couldn't get the outrage because someone else took it. Bastard. Unoriginal. I know, eh? Yeah, well, anyways. And then uh, we all, you can also find us on Twitter uh, at the outrage with a six at the end. boy, Al. So the, un- sorry, the underscore outrage, capital uh, T on the the and capital O on outrage. And then finish it up with six and our logo is right there. It's like nice, big and red. You can't miss it. Uh, yeah, go shoot us a follow. Uh, we keep it updated enough. Yeah, you we, do, we, of course. I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly, I'm the social media freak here. Yeah, I'm um, the editor. I sit nice in the chair. Yeah, uh, Spencer actually does really uh, really good work uh, with the editing and all that. So hopefully nothing gives us any issues like last, uh, like our last episode. Hopefully you enjoyed our conversation. We know we talk a lot. Yeah, these are always going to be longer than we hope. Yeah, we were trying to go for an hour, and we went for uh, an hour and fifteen. Oh, an hour and fifteen. That's no, the uh, same I'm, as last. I'm week, probably, I'm probably, gonna, la- I'm probably gonna edit this one down a little bit, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it, it, it did, it did drag on a little. Yeah, we'll see. We'll it's make about it an hour minutes. and ten minutes, probably maybe an hour and five when I'm all, yeah. all said and done. But you know, you and I also took a week off, so I think it's deserved. You know, you and I went a little long. Yeah, exactly. So what we're gonna try to do is uh, we're trying to we're gonna do it biweekly for now. Uh, so every two weeks. So the next time we chat, it'll be week four of the NFL season. We'll probably try to send out picks on like Instagram. You and I will do a little bracket. We'll pick our teams. 
just winners, outright winners. Yeah, we'll, and then we're definitely we're starting to get more active. This is only episode two. We're just getting started. We're just getting rolling though. But we want to uh, just want to say though how much we appreciate uh, everyone who's already given us for you know having launched uh, two weeks ago. On the outrage right now uh, on our Twitter page, we're up to 41 followers. So thank you for those who follow. We do follow back, by the way. So you know, by, the, by, by the way, my French by accent the way. came out there. Um, by the way. By the way, we do follow back. So shoot us a follow and uh, we'll interact. We'll start coming out with polls soon. The whole shebang. Same thing on Instagram. You know, give us a follow. We're at uh, 23 now on there. So once again, we appreciate those who have been with us from the beginning. And we're just getting started. Yeah, just getting started, eh? Spencer Byers. I'm Big Al. This has been episode two of The Outrage. Hope you enjoyed. We'll talk to you later.